Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Hello. Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. Hello, Sky. Hello, birthday girl. Hello, Hello. <laughs> All right, so Thursday morning, yes. Consumer Hello, Watch Arian. with Wendy Nola. Today, you're answering this tough question, a mistake you only ever really make once. What if you pay a utility bill but transfer the money to the wrong account due to a clerical error? What do you do? What are the steps? Okay, well, so the usual scenario, the one that I warn about a lot, Darren, is when you're paying your own bill. So you either click on the wrong beneficiary or you're paying a new one and you key in the number wrong. You transpose a number, you leave a number off, and the computer, the bank's computer system just adds a number, and off it goes into a stranger's account. Here's the thing. You can't just tell your bank, get it back for me, or tell the bank it went into, the, uh, I want the money back. Yeah. Um, no, they can't. They don't have the authority to do that. Um, so unless the person very kindly says, this isn't my money, it wasn't intended for me, um, and gives it back, you are left... Um, Either, your only option is to take legal action and often that costs more and takes yeah. a lot of a long time and more money than, than you've lost to this stranger by mistake, right? But there's another way that your money could land up in the wrong account and that is, I, I've never done this myself, but whenever you go to the supermarket, right, you see people paying their municipal bills, yeah. um, the utility bills rather, all, all utility bills um, at the cashier. So the till operator then um, must key in the number. And in the case of um, Joseph, uh, Joseph Slater, this is a Cape Town case, but it could happen anyway. Yeah. Um, he handed over a city of Cape Town municipal bill, 980 Rand, and the till operator made two mistakes. She got one number completely wrong and she transposed two others. So it went into someone else's city of Cape Town account, yeah. 980 Rand. So he had to pay again. Nine months ago, Darren, that was, and he just was getting nowhere. He was going, you know, Woolworths was saying, we'll be waiting on the city and whatever. Mm. I got involved and I said, no, Woolworths, you've, it was your till operator that made the mistake. Yeah. How about you just refund him now and then try and get the money out of City of Captain? And that's what they did just yesterday. He got his money and they gave him a bottle of wine to say sorry. Mm. But the point of this story, the warning here is um, if you are going to uh, pay your utility bills that way, mm. it's a very good idea to perhaps do a little bit of shoulder surfing and make sure yeah. that the number is right. It might irritate the people in the queue behind you a bit more. But, yeah. but it's, I mean, it's very difficult to get such money back yeah. when it's disappeared into a, a municipal account. City of uh, Wilberts told me, City of Cape Town told them it, it, it takes at least three months. Well, this was nine months, so something obviously went horribly wrong. Yeah. But you don't want to be in that situation. Municipal bills, municipal bills can be pretty high, as we know. Hey, Kerry. And um, yes. you don't want to be, you don't want your money to be going into the wrong account. Darren, Kerry and Sky, East Coast Radio. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. In part one, Wendy Nola um, gave us the answer to this question. What if you pay a 60,000 rand bill but you transfer the money into the wrong account? The short answer is just don't do it. Um, but uh, there are a few other tips there and that will be available on podcast on ecr.co.za. Click on podcasts, find Consumer Watch and you can listen to it there. The question now is, Wendy... Can you be made to pay for a doctor's letter? The short answer is yes, but let me give you the <laughs> a longer version. Yeah. So when you apply for medical aid or long-term insurance policy, 
you'll have to answer a lot of questions about your medical history yeah. because that's how they assess your risk and that's how they come up with the amount that you have to pay them every month, your, your premium. So it's really vital that you be as thorough as possible. If you leave out a key doctor's visit or test that you had done, you could find, as many have done, that when you come to make a claim, especially a big one, mm. um, it's rejected on the grounds of what they call material non-disclosure, right? Mm. So Zia was in this position. She was applying for an insurance, long-term insurance policy and um, she got hold of a previous GP of hers, trying to be thorough, um, who wrote her this this letter, sent her this, this letter, you know, detailing her, her history with him. And then she got a bill for 265 Rand and she thought, huh, she can wrote to me and said, as people do, is he allowed to do that? So... I got a hold of, well, certainly in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, let's talk about that first. If you um, are made to pay, if you, in order for them to pay, ask you to pay for something, uh, they have to give you a quote first. Unless you say, I don't want a quote, which you never, 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 never do, right? But they can't just go ahead and fix your watch or your car or whatever to yeah. give you some kind of service and then say, okay, that'll be 3,000 Rand. There yeah. needs to be some communication around that. So I thought, but, you know, this, the, the doctor's uh, conduct is, is covered by um, the Health Professions Council of South Africa. So I went to them and the answer is the registered practitioners are permitted to charge reimbursement fees for performing any professional acts, including writing medical reports on request of the patient. And it cannot, I said, can't they just get a secretary to do it? Yeah. And they said, no, um, <laughs> the, the practitioner holds full responsibility of the content. Okay, makes sense. Um, they don't set any um, fees, they no guidelines on what they should charge for these special letters, these medical reports. Mm. Um, but the important thing is that it's not only the CPA that requires the uh, service provider to be upfront about what that fee is. Yeah. The doctors have an ethical obligation yeah. to um, provide uh to say what the service is going to cost yeah. up front. So, short answer, Zia should have been told up front. Um, clearly, you know, you, you can't take an issue with doctors charging for tasks that yeah. require their time and focus. Yeah. You know, especially this is a former patient, but you have, they have to be upfront about the cost. So, if you're in this position and they don't mention it, yeah. you say, what is this going to cost? Yes. So you know what you're in for. Look, you're probably going to have to pay it anyway, yeah. but there shouldn't be a surprise at the end. Okay. Of it. Well, so I, I, I think that's that, the thing. Yeah, so, you're not paying for a doctor's letter, you're paying for. You're paying for the consult. Kind of, yes. And 265 is not too bad as far as I'm concerned, no. but you just obviously wasn't expected. And the no. other thing is they don't all do it. So her current GP didn't. So she didn't think the X one oh. would, and, and he did. So, I mean, as with all things in consumer land, disclosure, transparency is key. They must tell you what you're in for. And if they don't, you ask, um, find out, don't get a surprise at the end of the story. Great piece of consumer advice. Thank you, Wendy Nolan. Of course, Consumer Watch with all the other consumer watchers, all your consumer questions asked and answered by the one and only Wendy Nola available on ecr.co.za search for podcast search for consumer watch bada bing bada boom Darren Carrie and Sky weekday 6 to 9 a.m.